is a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. Today's sermon is entitled, Don't Die a Foolish Death. Don't die a foolish death. And the foundation text today is 2 Samuel chapter number 3, verse number 31 to 34. And then you will jump over and then we'll go to 37 and 38. Then David said to Joab, 31. Then David said to Joab and to all the people who were with him, Tear your clothes. Get yourselves with sackcloth and mourn for Abner. Around this time, Abner was dead. I'm going to tell you who Abner is in a moment. And King David followed the coffin. Verse 32. So they buried Abner in Hebron. And the king lifted up his voice and wept at the grave of Abner. And all the people wept. Verse number 33. And the king sang a lament over Abner and said, Should Abner die as a fool dies? Should Abner die as a fool dies. Now jump to verse number 38. Then the king said to his servants, Do you not know that a prince and a great man has fallen this day in Israel? And I am weak today, though anointed king. And these men, the sons of Zeruah, I'm going to tell you who they are in a moment, are too harsh for me. The Lord shall repay the evil doer according to his wickedness. David was saying, the one who killed Abinah, may the Lord also bring judgment upon that person. Today I prophesy, anybody who is not thinking about proper business, but they are thinking about people who should die, including you. I came here to invoke the power of the altar. You shall not die. You will live longer and they'll be buried one after the other in your presence. You didn't hear me clap your hands and say, Devil, death is not my portion now. Because I have an assignment to perform. I have a duty. I have something to do. And I prophesy to you until you finish your assignment. You are not dying right now in the name of Jesus. Clap your hands and say, Devil, get out. Rabo Sheketaya. When they put juju in drink for you, you will drink it. But whilst you are drinking it, they will be dying and you will be... Clap your hands and say, I reserve it. When they dig in the pit for you, you will not see the pit, but an angel will lift you over. When they get to the place to come and see whether you are in the pit, like the enemies of David, may the fire catch them. And... Am I prophesying to somebody here? In the morning, they came to see whether Daniel, Shadrach, and Ameshach and his brothers had been consumed by the fire. They got close to the fire and the fire bent them. And the boys came out. Another time, they wanted to see whether the lions had eaten Daniel. So when they went, Daniel was sleeping in the, in the, in the lions den. And when lions don't eat, it means they have fever. They are sick. So the king was very angry. He said, ah, the lions are... They are sick. There's so many say, it's not that they are sick. But this meat over there is a tithe. It's a tithe. They know they don't touch tithe. You, you want to know the truth? When they picked him up, then the, 
the, the, the king said, all right. We normally know the number 10. And then when you take tight out, the rest is what? 9 over 10. So let's put 9 people inside and let us see whether they are sick. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says the 9 people never landed. While they are coming there, the lions will hook them up. Tear them. Hook them. Tear them. All the 9 died. So they, Daniel became their tight which they offered to the king. and said, take this one. Even we lions, we know how to pay tight. Hey, I speak life into your life, life into your house, life in your marriage, life into your house, life into whatever you do. Clap your hands and shout and receive it for the second time. No, I don't feel the week of the altar anointing. Clap. I shall not die, but live and declare the works, the works of the Lord. Can I have an amen in the house? That the first night I began with you from chapter 2. In chapter 2, we saw Abner and Joab, two brothers from Israel, fighting and killing each other. So severely, uh, 300 and, King James says, 303 score which is where I get my revelation from 33 and I warn you and I said the numbers that we are dealing with to be on the safer side when it's 33 start dancing around 32 33 and stretch it to 34 3 score is 60 so the other versions say 360 but the proper King James from where I picked my text, says 303 score, which I get the number 33. But you can get 36 in there. I have said, if you are dealing with 40, start around 39, 40, and go to about 41, and 42. If you are dealing with 45, start around 44, and stretch to 46, which is another dangerous number, 23 plus 23. When you are 23, there is a certain spirit that chases you somewhere, somehow, whether you invite them or not. Chase you into death. The number takes you into bad company, bad friends. Jump into the wrong car. Driving with the with wrong guys who don't have licenses. All these ones is the spirit. So when you pass 23, you are still not free. As you are approaching 46, 23 will be repeating itself. 23 plus 23, 46. So I'll give you an assignment. Anytime you open newspapers and you see a young person died, check the age of the person. When you go to register general, birth and death, you will see more people who die at 23 than any other age as a youngster. And then when you get to the adult stage, you see more people around 46 there. And then as you go up, you see more people around 66. <laughs> it's not just normal. There are movements in the spirit. And God is a God of numbers. He's a God of colors. He's a God of dates, times, and seasons. When God says white, it means something to him. 
When it says black, it means something. God. When it says a season and a time, there is something he wants to do within that season and that time. And sixty men of Abner had fallen to the ground. Nineteen. That's the second time the Bible is mentioning nineteen. The first time that nineteen was mentioned, it was the sharing of inheritance. The second time, it was battle. Battle for the soul of Israel. Who is Abner? Abner was the commander of Saul as a seven-star general, powerful man. During the war with the Philistines, Saul died. Jonathan died. Many people died. Abner survived. And then Joab was the commander of David's army. Around this time, Israel had been divided into two. David was ruling in the south. Headquarters, Hebron. At this time, he hadn't gone to Jerusalem. And then Abner installed one of the sons of so called Ishbosheth in the north and made him king. They will not submit to David, despite every prophecy upon his head. Fighting. Then in chapter 2, verse 26, Abner then said to Joab, Joab, for how long are we going to raise our swords against each other? Are we not brothers? If we don't lay down our swords now, the end of this battle will be bitter. Then Joab said, if you have said so, then that's fine. All of us, let's go back. Then, David had a certain sister called Zuria. Zuria had three sons. Joab is one, Abisha is second, and Asahel is the third. Asahel was a great sprinter in Israel. You can't beat him in the tracks. When your senior brother, the commander, says arms should be put down, Asahel decided to pursue Abner. He was running, chasing Abner, chasing Abner. Abner didn't know. Abner had come all the way to the south to come and fight. Now he was going back to the north. And if you have been to Israel before, from Jerusalem to the north, across uh, the Jordan to Jericho, hey, it's far, it's far, it's far. Abner had somebody behind him. He turned. It was Asahel. He said, Asahel, why are you trailing me? You want to fight me? Asahel, you are a small boy. So Abner was going. Asahel, Asahel, because of your brother Joab, I have just smoked peace pipe with him. Please, go back. Asahel would not listen. He wanted to kill Abner to become champion in Israel. And go and show King David Abner's head that he has finished Abner. You know how Abner killed him? Abner didn't look back. Abner is a seven-star general. The man has fought worse. So he was going, he was going. Then his spear, he did like this. He's finished with him. He killed him backwards. Hey, this year, you will not face your enemies. You will kill them backwards. Because, because when your enemies face you, it means they have overtaken you. So follow me. Follow me. So follow me. Now come, come, come. So your enemy comes to face you, it means that he came from behind to come in. 
but your enemies will never overtake you. So, they, you won't kill them face to face. You will kill them by giving them back pass. Somebody say back pass. Clap your hands and say, Devil! Get away from behind me! Asahel was on the ground, dead! Then they went and told Joab, his brother. And Joab meant Abner from that day. How did Abner die? Around this time, Ishbosheth, the king, whom Abner installed, had accused Abner that he was flirting with Saul's concubine. And he went and confronted the, the general. He said, Sir, I hear you are, conf- you are sleeping with my father's concubine. I said, What nonsense? And, and what is it if I sleep with her? Your father is dead. Should the woman remain like a piece of stone? And you, these plenty women, if I have this one, what is wrong with it? Then Abner said to him, Nonsense. You, if I won the throne from you and I've taken the throne, I made you king. Why would I touch your father's concubine? So there was a quarrel. And Abner got angry and said, look, this is the time to even hand over the kingdom to David. Because David has a prophecy. So Abner called David and said, king, time has come for you to be king over the whole of Israel. I am bringing you the northern kingdom. The army and everything. Then David said, come on. Came to Hebron, went to the palace. David smoked peace pipe with him. Blessed Abner and said, Abner should go and go and prepare for the major. Whilst Abner was going, Joab came from raids. And then somebody told Joab, Abner just left here. He's on the way out. Joab chased him. Chased him. He called Abner. I have a word from the king for you. The guy believed. And so he came, put his hand upon his neck, walking, talking. Then they got to the border of Hebron. That's a very key spot. And I'm going to give you an exposition there. Got to the gate of Hebron. Then he stabbed him. He fell down. He was dead. And then David said, Abner, why would you die like a fool? Why? Why, Abner? So this tells me there are some deaths which is foolish death. And today and this year I exempt you and your family from every foolish death. There is a certain kind of death which is honorable when you are finished with your work. Anointed for long life. Anointed to outlive your enemies. Anointed to to finish your assignment. Anointed to be there for your children. First foolish death. A death which arises from unnecessary tribal family disputes. Chieftaincy disputes. Land disputes. Dispute over guinea fowl.
of death is unprofitable. It's unworthy. You don't need to die that kind of death. The young men go fighting unnecessary fights. And they leave the chiefs in the palaces with their 7, 8, 12, 13 wives. And their children. And then you go fight. You are a young man with a young wife, with two children, three children. You die and then you leave your children. Your children become destitutes and orphans. What kind of death is that? Political death. Death because you are fighting for a political party. When the politicians and the leaders themselves, they all have visas in their passports. Anytime soon when they say, Jack, you see them at Kotoka, and they have left you here, and you are going to fight during election time because of rigging. I exempt you from that kind of death. Clap your hands and say, I receive it. Oh, please, I don't want to bury young people in this church. I say, I exempt you from that kind of death. Ah, something is chasing you from your family. I said, I exempt you. I exempt you. I exempt you. Clap your hands and shout and say, I am exempted. You won't die for anybody. You won't die for any chief. You won't die for any political party. You won't die. You do your civic right and vote when you must vote. But die, death, I exempt you. Oh, please clap your hands properly and let me know that you are here with me. There's somebody, I shall not die. I live and declare the works of the, the, works of the Lord. Oh, yeah. Amen. That, that's the reason why you live. You have to declare some works. You have to achieve some things. You have to live a legacy. You have to do some things before you die. Live and declare somebody said the works of the, the Lord. Works of the Lord. Abner said to Joab, Joab, for how long are we going to raise our swords against each, each other? When you see the number 19, the number 19 stands for end of, of hostilities, end of war, peace. And I speak to my fathers in the Dagbon area. Dagbon, this is the time for peace, please. Peace, please, please. How long Shall we raise our swords against one another? And now there's another town uh, near the border. They call it uh, Chepoli. Why? Brothers, sisters, neighbors. In Konya, Alavanyo, Volta region, Greater Accra. Our fathers, our uncles, we, we, 2019, we want peace to move forward. Now, we are asking the president to, to solve economic problems and to solve unemployment problems. If the president doesn't have peace, and every time he has to be having security meetings, security meetings, they deploy soldiers here, police here, when is he going to sit down to think to solve economic issues? Oh, you don't know what your club offering is doing. You are driving some demons from our land. We are putting all of them into the sea. There are some kinds of death you must not die. Family disputes, tribal disputes, ethnic disputes, political disputes. 
after the second kind of death, you should not die. The death which is predicted by somebody, whether a fetish or a juju or a prophet or a malam or imam or anybody who predicts your death, I command in the name of Jesus, death will pass over your head and death will go into the camp of the enemy. Clap your hands and say, in the name of Jesus, anybody who is wishing me evil and die in this place on this altar as I clap my hands by the power of the Holy Ghost I command in the name of Jesus flash out flash out I reverse I reverse whether you know where they are or you don't know where they are whether you heard them saying or not in case they are there somewhere we scatter all of them by the fire of the Holy Ghost your children will leave. Your sons will leave. Your daughters will leave. You will not bury them. Your young wife's pregnancy will never be aborted. She will keep that pregnancy and she will deliver in safety. Can you clap your hands and speak in tongues if you can? Clap your hands and bless the Lord if you can. Prediction, curses, projections. I will lift up my eyes to the hills. Help is coming to somebody right now. My help comes from the Lord. Come on, sing with your sweet voice. Hallelujah. He said, He will not suffer thy foot. Thy foot to be moved. Thy foot to be moved. Come on, sing for me, hallelujah. The Lord that keepeth thee. For how long shall we lay our hands against one another? Shall, how long shall we raise the sword? Ghana, that book. Lord is not the region water. Greater Ashanti, Asi, we need peace. 2019, I command peace. I prophesy peace into the land. Clap your hands and sing for me. Sunshine or smile, divided. No, the moon. Somebody say he shall preserve. He shall preserve the soul. Clap your hands and say, even forever, boy. Even forever, oh, Jesus, I will not die unnecessary death. I will not die death through predictions and the tongues of men. Any tongue that rises against me in judgment, I condemn it. Any enchantment and divination, when they go to Juju and mention your name, the blood will cancel your name. The angel of the Lord will be with you. 
in from January through December in your going out and your coming in clap your hands and shout Iris kind of death you should not die the kind of death which comes from recklessness recklessness like recklessness like the one Asahel died from Asahel your brother Joab had called for peace what makes you think you can fight Abner Asahel Junior rank. Lieutenant. And you want to fight a general. He was just reckless. He was just reckless. This year, I exempt you from unnecessary death. When you must come to church on Sunday, you are following friends to go to Omo Omo to a party. Somebody's 23rd party. 23rd. 23rd. 20, 23rd, 23rd, 20th. On Sunday, recklessness, carelessness. We, we buried some four students from. Central University, which was so unnecessary. They all jumped into this car. They came to town to come and buy food, and they were going. Speed be what? Overtaking be what? Film truck. All of them, four, perished. And check their ages. And one of them who died didn't want to go on the trip. So uh, he was like, uh, should I go? Should I go? It's okay, wait for me. I'm going to take something in the room and come. And then they were waiting, waiting, waiting. They brain tooting the horn. And then uh, the spirit pushed him. He said, go. I was listening to the news. Some small children, six years, between six, seven years, they had gone to these children's theater and then fire gutted their place. And the exit, they were using the exit as it locked. The children were there. Fire finished them just Saturday. That's why we invite you to wake up the altar. That the angel of the Lord will go ahead of you. That's this the reason. Because nobody walks into death by will. Small mistake. And you are gone. You've gone to hospital. The doctors have given you medication. Instead of taking the medication, you are not taking the medication and you say you are believing God for healing prayer. 
And the medication is there. And then prayer, 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 anointing oil, prayer, anointing oil. You are drinking some, you are smearing some. Oh, uh, prayer, prayer. <laughs> you are too reckless with your life. Too reckless. You have a, a small shop and, 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 and at the market. Instead of concentrating and making sure that you are always at, at post to supervise the sales and make sure that your money is intact, every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you have left the shop and you are in the bushes, you are praying all over the place. By the time you go there, the girls manning the shop have chopped you well, well. And then you come back and say, hey, the devil is eating me up. No, what kind of devil? You are too reckless. Too reckless. Reckless. We give scholarships in this church. And when we give them a scholarship, here's what we tell them. We tell them, hey, like Apostle General Sankranchankra, you don't have any father who pays school fees or mother. Even if you have a father and mother, their salaries are such that so scanty. And so the church, from people's tithes, offerings, as a result of uh, the compassion in the man of God's heart, uh, some budget has been cut for the payment of your fees. Make sure when you go to school, you don't go and follow rascals. Don't go and follow this, that the bees whose parents have money and they come to school and they are working like this. And then you to more brother, poor man's child, poor woman's child. More brother like some crunchy and crap. You do what they are working like this, you two are working like that. When rich people are doing only uh, shoulder high, you, you are doing shoulder high, chest, stomach up. When the results come and they have failed and they come back to us, you know what we tell them? We tell them we have given you your chance. We have given you your opportunity. The queue is very long. There are others in the queue. So go and sort yourself out. Go and do your second world war. We'll use the money to cater for others. And then you go to second world war and you are still being reckless. And the second world war, remember that everybody in the class has failed mathematics, English, science, something. And instead of entering the class with humility... You go to the class, and when people are making mockery of the teacher, you two, you are joining them. Foolish death is on the way. Abner! Why would Abner die like a fool? Clap your hands and say, the spirit of recklessness, get out. Come and say, leave me, leave me. Many years ago, a missionary came to Ghana. His name is James McKeon. He was sent from United Kingdom by Apostolic Church Faith. Now, to Ghana as a missionary in the beginning of the 19th century. Now, when... Is it 20th century? 20th century. So, when uh, uh, Reverend James McKeon arrived, the group that he was working with in the Eastern region of Samankesi 
they believe that they, they don't take medication. When you are sick, it will be prayer, 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 water, and then you must be healed. That's their faith. If they pray, 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 and you die, they say you are going to heaven. So they will lead you very well to heaven. This white obroni comes to Ghana, and then the mosquitoes in the eastern region gave him a hefty welcome. They beat him, and then malaria struck him. And then they kept him in the room. Prayer, 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 prayer. The more they prayed, the more his eyes were turning yellow. The more he was weak. At that time, we hadn't got independence. So the colonial masters were still here. The governor general was still here somewhere uh, at the castle there. Then somebody went and told the white man at the castle, Hey, your countryman missionary in the eastern region is dying by malaria. And the people are saying they will keep him and heal him by prayer. They've been praying in the last two weeks. And the thing is getting worse. Ah! The governor sent a vehicle from Accra, whom to Asamankesi. Then they went to the place. They were praying. And they said, come on, love, get out of there this way. Then they ransacked their countryman, put him in a car, whom to European office. You know where the European office is? Today's rich hospital, it was called European office, a place exclusively, exclusively for whites. Black people don't go there. That thing you see over there. They brought him to European hospital. As soon as they gave, gave him the malaria shot, pam, 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 put him on malaria medication. And the man started recovering, the man is recovering. When he recovered, then he reported back to them. He was going to resume his duty as a mission. They said, oh, he has backslided. <laughs> for coming for injections to leave. They sacked him. When they sacked him, he went and started the Church of Pentecost. That's the Church of Pentecost today. The church that he came and was working with, you can't find them. Church of Pentecost has overgrown them. If he was reckless with his life and refused to take the medication, where would Church of Pentecost be today? Clap your hands and say, I won't die some foolish death. Come on. Say it again. Say it again. I don't have some foolish there. When you are sick, go to hospital. Stop taking paracetamol and doing some medication. Recklessness. Here's a, another kind of death you should not die. The death which comes from spiritual ignorance. Spiritual ignorance. For lack of knowledge, my people perish. Somebody says, if you think knowledge is expensive, try ignorance. Try ignorance. Somebody, somebody, a pastor, a man of God said, there are more problems 
There are more problems not to be a Christian than to be a Christian. In other words, those who say Christianity is too hard, God, God curtails our liberty. Uh, you can't smoke. You can't fornicate. You, you can't drink. Uh, you have to go to church. Uh, you have to pray. Christianity is so cumbersome. He says, there, there are more problems not to be a Christian than to be a Christian. So in other words, if you think Christianity is troubling, try not to be a Christian and you see fire. Try that one. Christianity is not troubling. Jesus Christ says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heaven laden, and I will give you rest. The kind of rest that Jesus Christ gives, you won't get it anywhere. Your boyfriend cannot give you. Your husband, your wife, your children, your family, your friends. Mobile phone cannot give you. MTN cannot give you. Vodafone, no, no. <laughs> Spiritual ignorance. Now, let me tell you something about Hebrew. When Joshua brought them, led them out of the land of Egypt and they settled, they demarcated certain cities called cities of refuge. Those cities, when somebody is after your life, somebody wants to kill you, all you need to do is to just run into one of those cities. Once you are there, the person cannot touch you by law. They have to take you to the priest's office, which acted as the courts in those days. And then the priest is the judge. They will have to listen to your case and see whether you have any defense. Refuge cities. You can find that in Joshua chapter number 20. Now, in America, they have what they call sanctuary cities. Los Angeles, New York, Boston. When you go to America and you don't have documentation, live in those sanctuary cities. If you dare and go and show yourself in where the white people are, you will return home. By the time you hear, I'm here joy, ice water. I'm here joy. When you hear that, you know you're at Kotoka International Airport. You know you are in Ghana. Because the flight is a very long one. So you'll be sleeping, sleeping, sleeping. You won't hear anything. By the time you arrive, you come and no. Polo! Polo! Talk back! And you want to see the talk back! You will take trot trot to someone you will never forget. Pure water. And, and the way they do their voice, even if you are not testing, you will be testing. The, the, the girls, they know, they know marketing. Because they know that as a lady, you must attract. So you won't hear them say, ah, pure water, major, because you frighten them. So they've taught them how to, how to sell it in treble. Pure water, major. 
they are speaking gun, but you can feel English, American English in the gun. I swear I'm here joy. These cities, when you are there, no police, no immigration. And, and pre- the, pres- the current president is trying to fight it. Oh, they are fighting him. They say, hey, but hey, we have lived here with immigrants from ages. They are the one who pick tomatoes and apples and do... What are you? Hey! Build your wall, but this point will be here. Hebron is one of these refuge cities. Abner, David says, why, why would you die the death of a fool like a fool? When Joab met you, all Abner should have told Joab was, Joab, enter into Hebron. I'll come over. Where do you want me to meet? You meet the guy outside the gate and Joab knows the law. So just before they got to the gate, stabs him to death. Kills him. Abner. He should have just stepped into the Hebrew. Number two. Abner, you are general. When another general is calling you, and you see that he's wearing his sword. Abner, why did you leave your sword with somebody? If you came to make peace with David, Joab is not David. This is a foolish death. This year, you should not go anywhere without your sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. You should not. You must be loaded with the word of God and filled with the word of God. And when somebody says you die, you reverse the word of God. You repeat the word of God and say, I shall not die. But I will live and I will declare the works of God. When they say you die, you say, God didn't promise me that. God said he will satisfy my mouth with good things. Which means food and testimonies. And he will crown my head with loving kindness. The spirit of God is not a spirit of fear and panic. It is the spirit of boldness. The word of God is sharper than any two-edged swords. Child of God, the word is your sword. If you leave your sword behind, you will die a foolish death. I am bringing you to your Hebrew. Where is your Hebron? Where you have safety. Where you have refuge. Where you will not die. Where nobody can touch you. Hebron. Abner. All you should have done. Just. just. You know who is Hebron? The Bible tells me in John chapter 14 verse 1 says, Jesus says, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody cometh to God except they walk through me, Jesus. I am the gate. Once you pass through me, you are in your Hebron. You are in the place of refuge. And you are in the place of protection. And then he said in uh, John chapter number 10 there about, he says, I am the door and I am the gateway. Anybody who passes through me shall be saved. 
And then I read in Proverbs chapter number 10 and verse 18. It says, for the name of the Lord is a strong tower. And the righteous runneth into it and they are saved. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. In 2019, stop putting one leg outside the church and one leg inside. Your job will kill you at the gate. Put your two legs in the church. Wake up the altar. Draw to the altar. Come to the altar with your tears and your prayer. That's the grounds of safety, protection, preservation. If you are worshiping God, worship. If you are serving, serve. If you are giving offering, give. If you are fasting, fast. If you are praying, pray. If you are living in holiness, holiness. Don't keep one leg out and one leg in. That is foolish death. Abner. Abner, you know. You know. There, Joab. Joab, go. I'm coming. If you kill me, Hebron, the law is against you. If you kill me in Hebrew, yeah. As it is, he killed him just outside. Just by the gate. Come out from behind the gate and enter into the sanctuary. Be ye holy, for I am holy, saith the Lord. You know what is beautiful for me? Celebrities and rich people who are humble and who serve God. It's, it's, it's an appetite. It whets my appetite. I told Mama Rita a story and anytime I'm talking to you, she says, I should tell you. Liverpool has a number 10 man called Sadio Mani. He comes from Sudan. Oh, Senegal. And his father is the imam of the, the mosque. So he was raised and then he broke through and got this big contract. It takes about 250,000 pounds a week times four. Times four. One million a month. Times twelve. Twelve million. Plus uh, uh, European Championship bonuses. The Senegalists who have been buying his jerseys. His, uh, what, how do you call that one? The jerseys. Franchise. The adverts. Small boy. Rich. Watch me, watch me. The mosque he attends. You know his work at the mosque? He cleans the toilet. I, 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 just, I just wanted to know that you, you are nothing. You are nobody. Put that pride down somewhere. And let God have mercy upon you. If you are in church, you are in church. If you are serving, you are serving. If you are humble, you are humble. One leg out, Joab is coming. this work and one day he had just finished a match. He scored a winning goal. As soon as he went to he changed himself and then went to the mosque to go and do his work for the week. And he didn't know. And then some people snapped him. 
took photograph of him and put it on a social network. Sadio Mani cleaning toilet. And so they went to interview. Said, oh, that's his work. That's right. he, says, he volunteers to clean. He has finished just scoring the goal. Now, let me tell you. He arrives in Senegal for one holiday and they told his father, this mosque must go down. Bring another architect. Draw me another one. Modding. Pull this old one. Sing handedly. He built his father another mosque. So one day I was watching Liverpool play. And so mommy came to sit by me. Sometimes he doesn't know inside football. So I said, honey, have you seen that boy over there? So I told the story. And the thing, mommy is in love with the boy. So he said, ah, then he said, why have you not told the youth in your preaching? I said, I'm just waiting. The day the anointing comes upon me. The arrogant ones, I will make them small. Clapping or you are doing something like clapping. Hey. Are you a footballer? Ah! You be my own door for me. Ah! Hey, clap your hands for the middle man. Go where you are there. Somebody prays it will happen. Hey. 50 million a year footballer, 50 million pounds, plus bonuses endorsement, washing toilets. And when I look at you, you are funny. The toilet that I have here is beautiful than the toilet in your house. The one over here? How? The one in your house, how many boys? You've seen on 13 people. Every day you go inside, there is champion remains left. Every time champion remains. Every time champion remains. Now, some of you are just praying I should close quickly because you want to go into my toilet and go and stand in my mirror. <laughs> I had a test of in my toilet. Oh, yeah, book will be Are you not ashamed? You, you go. The head of the cleaning of the toilet volunteer is a master's degree holder. Master's. When you come to church, you, 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 want to, you want everybody to know that you too, you are somebody. You too, you are somebody. You, when you came to this church, I knew how you used to walk. You used to walk like this. Now, by the grace of God, you, are now, you have become a lady. You are now walking small. Now, oh, but no. You, are, well, you know, you have come inside. Oh, oh but no. Is that the interpretation? Oh, 
Lebanon. You have come inside. Oh, you have come on top. You have come on top. Then you have come upon, upon. You don't want to pick piece of paper. You don't want to pick plastic. You, you don't want to do anything. Bonone. Bononie. Bononie. Ah. Bononie. No one else but you. Bononie. Bononie. Oh no, the Lord is changing your constitution. The Lord is changing your mentality. No more recklessness, spiritual ignorance. It's over. When you are a Hebrew, you are a Hebrew. That's your place of protection. The altar, the church, God is your hiding place. For the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. Hey! Clap your hands and say, Devil, you can't get me again. No one else like you. You have found your Hebrew. No Joab can stop you. No witch, no devil, no prediction of men. As I study my Bible. There are over 300 places the Lord describes people, places, attitude as either foolish, foolishly or foolishness. 300. Bible describing people, attitudes, actions as being fools, fools, foolish or foolishly. I was shocked. The five virgins, five carried extra oil, five did not carry extra oil. So the Bible says for not carrying five extra oil, they were foolish. You know who is a fool? A fool is the one who at the end of the year does not see the need to renew the oil for the coming year. And to depend to depend upon the year before. I said, oh, you know, last year uh, I prayed and so this year. Hey! Last year demon is different from this year's demon. New year, new demons. New year, new levels. You need fresh oil and fresh anointing. Tap somebody and say, don't be a fool. Am I blessing somebody here today? Number two, the Bible describes certain people are fools. It is a fool that says in his heart that there is no God. And the body who disrespects the deity of God, the, the sovereignty of God, the power of God, in spite of the beauty of the world that you see, you say that there is no God, you are a fool. fool. Be careful you don't die a foolish death. Joab, Abner, Abner, why? Why? Let me give you about two more and then. Anybody who does not catch revelation of the season, the times, the moment, you don't know the season in which we are, the numbers which God is using and working, the prophetic numbers, you are a fool. Luke chapter 24, Jesus Christ, after resurrection, met these two men. They were traveling from Jerusalem to Emmaus. And then Jesus asked them, why are you so sad? They said, hmm, one Jesus Christ we thought was the son of God that died. Jesus said, oh... 
foolish disciples. I was with you. I was teaching you day and night. You couldn't catch revelation. He took them in. He broke bread, gave it to them, and then their eyes opened, and they saw that it was Jesus. It was too late. He had vanished. And the body who refuses to catch a revelation, and you walk by sight and flesh, we're fool. We don't walk by sight. We walk by faith and spiritual things. For the supernatural rules the natural. The invisible rules the visible. Anybody who is spiritually discerning always rules over those who are fleshly discerning. Get into the spirit, brother. Wake up the altar. Get into. Here's the last one. Ecclesiastes chapter 7. Verse number 17. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse number 17. And then we will worship God. And I will release you. Tonight, 8 o'clock, facilitators. We are going to meet up to 12 and beyond 12. We'll start from here. We'll end up at Oya Dome to anoint the place and make sure that we position angels. Tomorrow, Apostle Jenna will open the night. Heaven will come down like. See whether you saw what I saw I done today. Ready? Go. Overly wicked. Nor be foolish. Why should you? Oh, give me the New Living Translation. And let me talk to the English people here. New Living Translation. Ready? Go. On the other hand, don't be too wicked either. Don't be a fool. So, it is possible when somebody predicts your death, you can predict it back. And say, not only will you pray. This year, we are not only going to pray, but anybody who has predicted our death and the death of your uncles and your grandfathers and your mothers and so on, we are reversing the death back to them. Because we are tired of every year they're predicting our death. Do you predict the death of a hundred year old man? It's reckless. Reckless. You are not praying that you get to his age. In fact, you should even go to him and ask him to bless you so you can live long. Why do you have to remind him that it's this year? As if they don't know. Those around him don't know that any moment the Lord will call their father. The man has finished his assignment. He has worked hard. Served his community and served his religion. You don't need to remind him by prophecy. And then I hear, we should pray. See, I'm bonfire. I'm bonfire. I'm bonfire. So they themselves know the power of prayer. So thank God they've given us revelation. Catch your catch your business. Week of their time. Me They say we should pray. And which is a very good one. But we will not pray out of fear. We will pray out of faith and out of love. If you pray out of fear, God does not answer. 
And if we pray by revelation, because we need extra oil, God will answer. Can I hear somebody give me a big amen in the house? The predictions of men can also be a curse. So, pray. Not because of the revelation, but because of the intentions of the devil. You are praying not because somebody has cursed you. You are praying because the person, by lifting up his tongue, you now know the intentions of the devil. When your time has never come, nobody can. Ah. Clap your hands and say, no one, no one. Give the Lord a mighty clap and a shout, somebody. Why do you die before your time? Don't be wicked. You know why God, Bible says you should not be wicked? Don't be wicked to your children. Your little kids. You know why? God said, don't be wicked to Royal House Chapel. Because you are the person who is going to help me finish this or your dome. Why should you die? If you die, who is going to help me? Don't be wicked. Don't be wicked. You know why? Because I'm waiting for your husband, your wife, and your three children to come and add to the growth of the church. Don't be wicked. Don't be wicked. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm giving you only five minutes. And I want you to do justice to the spirit of death. Do justice to anyone who has buried you in the spirit. Maybe not physically, but glory-wise, spiritually. Anyone who has buried your future, your fortune. Today, we are starting the week of the altar. You are, the week will never end. And you will see glory. Clap your hands and shout and say in the name of Jesus. 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 As I clap my hands. As I clap my hands. I am speaking. I am speaking. To the unknown. To the unknown. I don't know. I don't know. What is in store? What is in store? In 2019. In 2019. By January. By January. February. February. March. March. April. April. May. May. June. June. July. July. August. August. September. September. October. October. November. November. December. December. I take authority. I take authority. Authority. Over the months, over the months, the times, the times, and the seasons, and the seasons. Devil, devil. If you have, if you have, and the plan, and the plan. You, you, and your family, and your family, and all, and all. Who have got it? have got it. Scatter, 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 scatter. All, all over, all over. Swim, 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 swim. swim. Yes, flood. Yes, in the anointing, fresh oil. Yes, fresh oil. Fresh oil. You are a wise woman, wise man. You are not foolish. You are not foolish. You are not foolish. You need. Right now, let the oil of the Lord be upon you in the name of Jesus. What you people have made me long. I wish the week of the other was starting now. Hey, tomorrow, some people will be buried alive. Enemies will be buried alive. Lift up your hands.
If this is your power, hey, if this is your hey, if this is your presence, shout it on top of it, let it rain. Then let it receive the rain of blessing the rain of glory if the rain of oil the rain of anointing receive it if this is your glory hey. if this is your presence shout it come on let it rain let it rain let it rain all over me say it again The blessings of Jehovah. Receive the grace. The grace to go through 21 days. The grace to fast. The grace to pray. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Lift up your hands and clap your hands now. If this is your glory, come on, sing it on top of your voice. If this is your presence, let it rain. Then let it rain. Lift up your hands. Holy words, long preserved for our walk in this world. It is a fervent prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. For an additional copy of this and any other life-changing CD, please look up the address on your CD. Royal House Chapel International, touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you. Ancient words will guide.